Oh, hello, everybody. My name is Ray, and this is Ray Loves Movies. Uh, not in my van, as per usual. I am in my my uh, my studio slash bedroom slash recording studio now. Uh, but I'm finally doing the Star Wars The Last Jedi review for Ray Loves Movies. Uh, and uh, I also went back and I watched the first episode, the first episode, the last Star Wars movie, uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. So I revisited that. Um, so I watched just today. So anyway, hold on. Let me set this up. So I watched the f- Star Wars The Last Jedi for the first time uh, on the release day, December 15th, on my birthday. I went, had some edibles, went to the movie theater, not thinking, Star Wars movie, opening day. Uh, I showed up, you know, right before the movie started. Uh, it wasn't sold out yet, but I was all the way, two seats from the the screen, two or three rows back, and then on the far left, uh, like a few seats in from the far left. So I was like, it was a very, it was a very... Uh, it wasn't horrible because the, the theater was had the reclining seats, um, which tend to be more of a nuisance. Like I get so comfortable that like all I want to do is sleep in these fucking things. Uh, but this one was great because I could lay back and I could like see the whole screen without cranking my neck. Uh, so it was almost the perfect. If I was like centered in that row, then it probably would have been a really cool seat. Like I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, maybe I'll try that out in one of my things. So went and saw it there, you know, not the best because you're like, you have to like, you're. I, t- I can't have my focus on the whole screen, the whole image, what's going on. So I wanted to go see it again. Plus, you know, I, I get tend to get a, a more emotional when I'm, you know, on edibles in a movie theater. So, uh, and plus, you know, the things show up. So I'm, I'm going to talk about that. Carrie Fisher's in the whole fucking thing, and it's it's amazing. Uh, I'll probably hit on some spoilers. I'll try not to, but know that they're going to come up. So, if I mean, I can't imagine anybody needing to watch my review before they go see the Star Wars movie. So I'm assuming people already watched it. They just want to know my opinion on it, maybe. I, I would hope, you know, because uh, I'm going to talk about spoilers. Um... I'm not a super Star Wars guy, so, like, you know, I don't follow the the animated series or all that stuff. I haven't read any of the stuff. I'm, I'm not that guy. I love the movies. I uh, grew up on the originals. I uh, used to play the cassette tape for the original Star Wars soundtrack on my Teddy Ruxpin, and I would put my Teddy Ruxpin into a stroller, and I would push the stroller around the house, and uh, while he's, like, opening his mouth to the John Williams score, uh, yeah, I love the originals. Um, I was I was excited when he, you know, kind of came out the first special edition, still v- on VHS, had, like, the, the chrome or gold kind of embossed VHS, like, multi-pack case. I remember being super excited when I got that. Um, and then later, I 
came to resent all of the things that he changed from the original because it didn't really make him better. And it was like it was signs to come of his style for when he did all the the prequels. But at the time, I was excited because it's like, oh, you know, it's like oh, it's going to be updated for my generation or whatever. Um, even though it was kind of like because they came out just before I think they came out in like 80 the first Star Wars. So anyway, my history is going to be bad. I'm not that kind of Star Wars guy. You know, the VHS tapes, then I, you know, resented them. I started working at the movie theater uh, in 99 after high school, and that's when the prequels started coming out. And I did, I remember watching the first one, that pod race scene, like a million times. It was very, like, I did notice the very child kiddiness. Uh, the second one was whatever. I'm not a fan of Hayden Christensen. And the th the third one I've tried to watch, but I literally I've never been able to watch that, and it, I just gave up on it. Uh, I did like I watched it falling asleep many times throughout, and I know I've seen the end where he's like flippy flippies th over the lava, and then there's the stupid like no scene to the sky to the heavens, and it's like i don't know just not a fan of the those movies they're i don't know just like so like just candy it's all just candy there's no meat to it um and that's what i loved about the last jedi which i saw again today and uh i love that the heart of the originals showed through clearly there's a lot of cg but Ryan Johnson, the director, who's not really done any big budget. The, the closest thing that he's done is Looper, and that didn't have that much CG. Still more of a low budget. He's done, like, a bunch of indie movies. I've been a fan of his since Brick. Um, seen all of his movies. He has a very unique style, uh, and he's directed some episodes of uh, Breaking Bad, at least one episode uh, that I know of. And, uh, you know, I'm a fan of his. He was actually a guest on one of my favorite movie podcasts, the Slash Filmcast, uh, where he played the banjo and wouldn't really let anybody talk. I wish I probably should go back. It would be nice. Hey, if anybody from Slash Film or anybody that's watching this, contact David Chensky, Devendra Hardwar, Jeff Kanata, uh, or Peter Serretta and tell them to re-release in honor of ryan johnson's star wars movie directorial debut re-release them for the holidays most podcasts don't right do that uh that's what i want for christmas or i could probably go find them in like an archive somewhere but that would involve you know work that i'm not like a researching a podcast episode um i'm inspired right now and i'm busy uh so I love the heart he had like the there's so many scenes in so many sci-fi movies that come out like the the it's either like super grungy or super shiny. And in the super shiny shit, like all the Star Trek shit, it's all like perfection. It's all Apple commercial. It's not like what a a piece of equipment that's used for the military would get like wear and tear, even though I guess. You know, in that one, it was brand new in the remakes, but still, it's it's just easier. The only reason it's it's like that is because it's easier to make things look clean and shiny when you're using computers to make everything than making it look like it's real and being used. 
And there were so many scenes where it felt like, you know, you were there. You weren't watching some computer-generated Star Wars movie. You were, like, there watching some epic shit. And uh, so the heart of it, I appreciated the fuck out of. Um, I mean, I love this movie. Uh, you know, rewatching Force Awakens, kind of seeing where it starts, and just J.J. Abrams, you know, kind of style versus this. There were a lot of J.J. Abrams stuff that I did like. After watching this one, I was like, oh, the J.J. Abrams one's so horrible. Then I went and watched it, and it's good. There's, there's still some awesome moments in that one, but I think this one just takes it to a new level, and it's more of, it's less of like, J.J. Abrams has, like, this glossy, very, uh, like, kind of a mix between, like, a Michael Bay and a Steven Spielberg kind of a sensibility and, like, style of shooting, like, huge action moments and all this kind of stuff, where Ryan Johnson, even though there were big action moments, there were, like, shots and fucking moments that were, like, just really good filmmaking, you know? Uh, which is the complete opposite of what fucking George Lucas was doing to the franchise, where it was like he he just wanted to to tear away all of the heart and put in you know CG, and uh, you know I think he was just old over the hill and fell in love with a technology that you know just wasn't the right time and he wasn't the right person to utilize it. Um, but yeah, so. This one, it's kind of got, like, three stories going on. Uh, you know, you're following Rey uh, with uh, Skywalker, and then you're following uh, Finn with the new character, Rose, and they're kind of on their journey. There's a lot more Poe um, and him dealing with, uh, you know, kind of the politics of just everything anytime there's like a hierarchy of like organization like a bit a job or the military or you know kind of government you know you have a boss to to answer to so it was him dealing with that um so the movie starts and right off the bat there's a lot of comedy and when i first started watching it i was concerned i was really concerned I was like, oh, no, like, is this going to be like just is this going to be almost like what they did with Thor and just like make it really witty comedy all over the place? But thankfully, it didn't. It was just kind of the f the front end of it. And then after watching it the second time, I didn't have an issue because there is like cheesy comedic moments kind of throughout. Not as much. I mean, like super piled on during the prequels. But like, you know, there's there's definitely and it brings more again heart to the the overall story and the overall like characters and acting where it's it, it gives some humanity to it to have like you know people talking shit to each other and making jokes and uh you know this one definitely had a lot they seemed like the the beginning of the movie either it was just adjusting to it tonally or just less cheeseballness of it uh but there was tons of comedy. Even, like, the most, like, nerd-talked-about thing, almost, like, the end scene that, that was parodied forever, uh, the end scene uh, where she's handing, where Ray's handing, uh, 
Skywalker, his lightsaber, like how they handled it in the movie, where it's like literally a throwaway, uh, was hilarious. Like there's, it was so much fun watching it the second time too, especially like I went into the theater and where I was sitting, like I had to pick seats and it was pretty empty uh, despite still showing up. It was super busy for a, you know, it's a Tuesday mid, like at noon screening. Um, and the couple that sat next to me decided to like have conversations for the first like 10 minutes of the movie. So I had to pee anyway, which the first time I watched the movie, I had to pee also, but I just held it. I was like, fuck it. I've done podcasts for long. Like I can hold my pee. I know how to relax in the certain ways, especially in like those reclining chairs. There's no problem. But I was like, I got to pee. I've already seen it. It's still like kind of early in the movie. So I just like went, went, take a piss. But like early enough in the movie where I, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not going to miss anything. But then it's all when, uh, when there's a new leader on the, uh, the rebel ship because, uh, somebody gets ill, which I'll get into that. Uh, so I was like, I know what's going on here. Um, and then when I came back in, I just took the, you know, I saw if somebody's showing up for this movie, they're here already. Cause it's like about a half hour in, let's say where it's, you know, too late to show up, but like, you know, early enough to where I'm not missing anything. And I took one of the, the front row seats that was open, which was like one of the perfect seats, uh, nobody around me. So I got the perfect kind of experience, uh, with the movie and, uh, Enjoyed a lot more because I got to like listen to the crowd reaction, knowing things are coming up like jokes or just like epic moments, and then like you hear applause from the the crowd. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun uh, for sure. Watching it this time, and I wasn't, and I was sober. Uh, you know, no, I didn't get high or anything. I went, I was running errands and uh, had a beer while with my lunch before I went and saw the movie. Uh, but by no means intoxicated. And uh, so I was definitely paying, just kind of enjoying the experience again um, versus being super focused on everything, which I think, you know, talking about movies, doing this show, and then the past, uh, doing all the movie reviews that I did on the Inspired Disorder podcast with Keith, uh, like I've watched, I watch movies differently, especially the first time, because like I'm super hyper aware of everything. So I'm like, what am I going to talk shit about? Am I going to talk shit about the writing, the acting, the story, the plot? Like, so I'm super hyper aware instead of just kind of sitting back and being able to watch this a second time, especially after watching the first one and then kind of, you know, going into this one. It was a lot of fun uh super like so many great moments uh like there's this connection between Kylo Ren and Rey that you know kind of started in the first one where he's trying to control her mind and she's still not really sure about her abilities that she has and this one it's like a whole new level where and it the way it was done was super like they didn't do what like a comic book movie or superhero movie would do where they'd like cg the fuck out of it all they did 
was specific, you know, like angles mixed with it was all audio. Like there's so much the audio of this movie. Like I'm not even like an audio geek, like a sound design guy, but the sound effects they use for BB-8 far superior than they use like the the first one. He sounds like like I, I'm trying to pinpoint like the t- it almost sounds like one of those like a really overinflated like dodgeball, and it like gets hit by uh like a, a aluminum bat or something like that. That's what the original BB-8 sounds like when it gets thrown or drops, falls on anything. It sounds like this weird, like it's inflated. It's the wrong sound effect. This one, way better. The sound design for BB-8, it it fits. It's not like going to blow your, but it's like, oh, that makes sense versus the other one. Uh, the There's like just small R2s when he spins his head, like just the sound that the, it uses versus, you know, most sci-fi, they'd have like just some generic... I don't know. It had had more. It it felt more analog, far more analog. Um, the sounds. Not not to say that like they weren't created digitally, but just like the it sounded like machinery working, versus somebody's artistic expression of what that machinery might sound like in computer form. Um, but yeah, the sound design. The, the yeah. The so the. The moments where they, they like have these moments where they're talking to each other and they can see each other and it's it's amazing. There's a there's a moment with Ray where uh she during her a lesson with Luke, uh oh, like a mosquito. Uh during her lesson with Luke, she uh instantly goes to the dark side and there's these images of like this almost like a well with like this black overgrowth coming out of it and uh and forgive me if my colors are wrong i'm colorblind um so she ends up going to explore it and falls in and there's like this trippy moment where she's trying to find out who her parents are but it's like which i enjoy i like love the fuck out of it when i watched it the second time it's just like well what was the point so that was like the dark side, right? Because that was that's what Luke was so scared of. She goes down there, doesn't really show her anything, and then next scene she's crying to Kylo Ren while they're doing their Skype thing, and uh, that's where they have their moment, which is another crazy moment. Like just that moment, it's just like super awkward. It's like their their relationship is like. It's kind of gotten awkward, and it, I think a lot of it's the fact that he just does, he likes to be topless, you know, sun's out, guns out, respect Ari Shafir, uh, you know, but I think because of that, it made that moment more powerful, uh, the moment that happens where, you know, it goes from just Skyping to a little bit more, if you know what I'm saying, you know, all those Jedi mind freaks. But uh, they don't fuck, so don't worry about that. It's still a Disney movie. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so that moment, the where she's in the the place that was supposed to be super scary, and maybe maybe it was because he knew if she went down there, it would lead to her having this moment with Ray that would lead her to get close to him. Um, 
but it, I don't know. It seemed kind of underwhelming when she went down there. Because um, at no point did she seem in this movie like she was close to the dark side. You know, unless that was foreshadowing for the next movie. I think my my guess for the next movie, just because they played a little bit with it in this one, where it's like, the good person's bad, the bad's good, you know, kind of like, oh, like, I think they're going to flip. I think... I think the next one's going to be all all about like who do you think the good guys are, who do you think the bad guys are, and like you know within that the you know the guy that's the supreme leader you know maybe becomes the the heartfelt one, while the other one who was hinted in this movie foreshadowing like the darkness that like her journey to find her parents leads her to the dark side or something like that. And that's why Luke was super scared of her going because it was underwhelming in the movie. It was an amazing scene. It's like this endless mirror scene in The Last Jedi. And there's like it, it with a delay. And it's almost it reminded me a lot of the arrival where it's like time is circular and and all that stuff. And I was especially watching it the first time while I was on edibles. I was like, holy shit. This shit is like <laughs> shit's deep. Uh but then watching it the second time, it was like, okay, well, she didn't really, it didn't really come of anything at all. Because um, she didn't find out who her parents are. Uh, but maybe in the next one, that's her journey is to find out who her parents are. And maybe she sells out her people. Who knows what happens? I don't know. That's just, that would be my guess, maybe, if they to continue the story. Um, but I do enjoy it. Kylo Ren despite being kind of like very similar in a lot of ways to uh to uh Hayden Christensen is that it yeah the dude that played uh Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker is that right uh which I'm not a fan of his acting they're very like emo-ish but at least this guy uh what's his name uh is uh I think he pulls it off more. Adam Driver. Um, yeah. But I love all the cast. All the cast is amazing. Uh, I loved how they handled Snoke as opposed to being this, like, they're in this giant room where the project the projection of this holographic guy, which is clearly an enlargement of him. Like, you know, he's like the most frail giant you've ever seen, but he has to be... Is the dumbest thing. I hated that. Hated that so much. Um, how they handled where they just showed him. CG, still, they didn't handle it as good as uh, the last War for Planet of the Apes, where it was fucking, like, the close-ups looked amazing. Like, it's clearly still CG. Uh, still looked better than the bad guy from uh, the last, the Thor movie. I think it was the Thor movie. Uh, but... Or no, not the Thor. I don't know. One of those superhero movies. Um, but still, I I, pref- I I enjoyed that they like show him in the room instead of him just being this clearly enlarged fucking whatever. Um, and he's still able to have that kind of you know intensity instead. Instead, well, there is one thing where they show his head that's super large. Um, but that's that's more sci-fi. Like where it's in the last Starfighter, they have the giant head projecting talk that's way more ominous than like you sitting on a throne that's made to look like you're a giant that's just ridiculous uh so i thought they handled him a lot better uh this the moment 
where Ray and Kylo team up in the in the in the fucking room burns down and uh you know just that whole scene that whole scene I thought they their their connection was great uh but yeah Adam Driver despite having so many I don't know if I finished that thought up but despite having so many similarities to Hayden Christensen I prefer him I think he's uh I think he's a good actor um I think that that kind of like emo kind of thing even though he's not super emo cry cry but you can tell he's like this is his rise to powers because of his lashing out uh where it's like he never really felt that with Hayden it just always felt like a whiny bitch um I prefer Adam Driver's performance and uh also Ray I totally forgot that she had a British accent so when the the I started watching The Last Jedi. I was like, what the... F- when did she... When did she have this super thick accent? Not super thick, like I couldn't understand it, but like, you know, took me back, you know? Then I watched the first one. I was like, oh, she had it. Uh, which also that... What's his face? is has a British accent, but doesn't... Uh, John Boyega has a British accent, but doesn't use it. He has, he does an American accent for the, which I'm sure there's probably other actors in there that do also. Um, but yeah, it's so many great moments. There's like visually the last, uh, most of that last like, uh, segment where they're on the salt planet and, uh, with the speeders and the contrast of red and, uh, the white salt and, uh, I mean, just a lot of red in general in the movie. The curtains that burn and, like, you know. Which I guess is, it's not it's not an uncommon color for directors to use uh, to make a point. Because just in nature, it's like one of those. There's a few colors in nature that are very important. Um, just on a, oh, there's the fucking... Sorry, PETA. Uh... They don't care about bugs, though, I don't think. And mosquitoes are probably at West Nile. Uh, what was I talking about? Movie, great. Actors, great. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Last Star, Star, Last Jedi, loved it. Uh, when I watched the first one, it, like, explicitly mentions that uh skywalker's last jedi but there's clearly a passing of the torch from him to her as the last jedi uh yeah the only things that's probably like i don't know i just i really enjoyed the fuck out of this movie i'm super excited for ryan johnson to do more of these uh you know, it did like the there's so much of the beginning part of this movie felt like so Disney fucked. Uh, but then, like, you know, even within that, there was so much good, like just like the like I was saying before, like everything looks so pristine like this, like looked like used like when they were showing uh, the what the Empire, the 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 whatever the fuck they're called, One Nation or whatever. uh their like ship like everything looked like used it wasn't like completely like there was a 
you know, a scuffed shimmer to it. And it looked far more realistic. You felt like you were there. I kind of said that before. Oh, but I, th- I figured I'd say it again. Um, but also some of the last scenes with uh, with uh, Luke Skywalker were just like epic, just epic scenes. Like just like some there's some there's going to be people that have just giant posters or wall wraps of like the scene with him. It's like his back and he's standing out in front of their, you know, the rebels last kind of fallback area. And you see in the distance, like all hazy and wavy in the sunset, like this, you know, the fucking, what do they call it? The, uh, it's like the, uh, atomic battering ram or some shit. It's like miniaturized death star technology. And that with like the, the ad ats or whatever the fuck those things are. And then like the things that are towing the thing, and it's like all that stuff kind of in the distance. What's got the desert kind of, you know, heat distortion, and just like, you know, his capes blowing in the wind. It's fucking just epic as fuck. Uh, him like in the in the lotus pose, meditating. There's like so many you know stills you can you can take from that and put up like on a wall. Um, the moment when Kylo and Ray like initially start working together and it's a very like that that fight scene it like slows down right before they start fighting and like when it slows down you realize the import like how crazy it is that these two people are fighting together um yeah it just i enjoyed the fuck out of it when uh finn is like having the that another great fight scene him and then his old uh you know whatever his old boss in the stormtrooper job that he had uh they have a fight scene and how that ends like the it's another like kind of a slow motion kind of a shot from a a a great angle uh yeah just there's so many it's so well done like I can't really think of the uh the little penguin things were kind of annoying. Uh like super like the scene where uh where uh fucking uh Chewie is going to eat one of them and it it shows like the scene he's already got one cooked and then there's another one already on the fire so he's already killed two and like he the there's more that are just hanging around looking at him with their you know puppy dog eyes and stuff like that and it's like oh but he's already killed two so he's like you're making him waste food so wasteful maybe he ate it i don't know um but they were kind of cheesy i did like how everything had more of a puppet feel than it did like yoda had the old school fucking the best the, handled it by far the best yoda in every in all of them um i mean the second one's good but this one it's just it's amazing uh yeah i don't know man i really enjoy it. i'm looking forward to it there's no real i don't really know what's next aside from my hypothesizations that maybe there's gonna be like she's gonna go to the dark side for a while and you know maybe she's the bad guy at the end of the the next one and he's the good one also there's like foreshadowing of like more like kids so there's they're gonna be rebuilding the jedi the Jedi shit, they're going to be re- rebuilding that. 
I would imagine there's going to be a few recruits, right? It's not just going to be her in training because she's still in training, supposedly. Or her lifting the rocks as her becoming a Jedi. I forget how it works. I don't know how you get a black belt in Jedi. But, uh, yeah. And her name is King. I mean, it's Ray, but it's spelled R-E-Y, which is King in Spanish. Um, so maybe that's for her name itself is foreshadowing something. Um, yeah. Carrie Fisher in this fucking movie, like when she dies in the movie, almost like, I was like, Oh, that's how they got like, there's like just seeing her. I totally didn't even realize that she was going to be in this for whatever reason, even though I know she died, but it's like, you know, I didn't know they had filmed everything already. I didn't know shooting was done, or at least her stuff was done, or you know, I don't know. Maybe they changed stuff, but then I thought it, I thought it was like they didn't get anything really. And like you know, there's a moment where you think she's dead, and she kind of you know doesn't die. She uses her force to uh, kind of float back to uh, reality, but uh, yeah, I thought she was gone, and then she came back. <laughs> And she was in the fucking whole movie. So I enjoyed that. It'd be interesting to see how they handle her in the next one. Uh, Like how they, I hope they don't try and do a CG, which they've already done. Um, Not necessarily with this big of an actor, but uh, yeah, should have killed her off in the first one, not Harrison Ford. But yeah, it was cool seeing her. She was great in it. I thought all the performances were good. I loved all the casting. Um, Yeah, like the new characters. I enjoyed it. I don't know what else to add. I mean, I'm sure you all saw it. I'm sure you all enjoyed it. Um, I'm sure there's like, there was a moment when I saw it, like, I don't know how she got back on the Millennium Falcon after the the fight scene with with, uh, Kylo Ren. So, you know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure there's a reason for it. I'm just, you know, I'm missing it. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. That's my thoughts on uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Uh, There's probably going to be a lot of movies. I know I want to see Downsizing. If there's any movies that you want to recommend I go see, uh, you can send me those recommendations on Twitter. Uh, that's where I will find them. I mean, you can send them anywhere. Uh, I don't really get anything. I don't look at anything on YouTube. Uh, but you can definitely leave comments if you want. Uh, sometimes I check them, but not very regularly. Um, but you can send me on Twitter or Instagram. I try to put up, uh, Instagram posts promoting the show, the episodes. Um, so you can always leave them in the comments of that if you have a movie recommendation for a movie coming out. Uh, Downsizing is one I'm looking forward to. I think that comes out very soon. Uh, I, Tanya, I've heard great things about. I'm looking forward to that, hopefully coming to the desert at some point. Um, it's already out. It's just none of the theaters out here showing it. Uh, and it's the award season's coming up. So, I mean, I guess it is the end of the year already. So there's probably going to be movies that are going to be nominated that I just haven't seen yet. Um, but yeah, and then I'll probably, I'm going to try and do, uh, my favorite movies of the year. I'll do like a top 
top 10 list or top five list. I'd, I've seen a lot of movies this year and reviewed a lot of them, a lot of them with Keith back in Denver doing the Inspired Disorder podcast. And then I've tried to uh, re keep that alive because I do enjoy watching and talking about movies uh, with this show. So, um, yeah, I'll try and do like a year end thing. Uh, hopefully get that out before the end of the year. Um, is that it? Go watch Star Wars. I'll watch it again. I'm looking forward to Ryan Johnson uh, doing the next one. I haven't heard anything negative about this uh, or him yet, really. I think this is very well received. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm happy for him. I hope he does, like, I hope they, la like, now will fund him to do whatever projects he wants to do on the side, like, uh, like uh, fucking the dude that did The Dark Knight. Like, you know, he was still able to do Inception and, you know, and all those movies in between. Uh, so hopefully they will let Ryan Johnson do the same. Although I would imagine doing. Um, although, yeah, I guess that was a similar. Christopher Nolan uh, in the Dark Knight trilogy because he wrote and directed it. Um, maybe I would very much enjoy to see more Ryan Johnson movies outside of the franchise system but as far as somebody that i'm excited to bring life back to the star wars franchise i'm very happy that ryan johnson uh did not let me down and i was very happy with uh, what happened uh so that's it so follow me on twitter instagram if you like artwork i release new artwork daily i'm doing an ongoing uh, abstract portrait series uh, using ink on paper and I release a new one every day on uh, my Instagram page. And if you want to buy one of those, you can go to my website, inspireddisorder.com. And that's where you can find all of the things that I do. Not only the many faces, which is what the uh, art series is called, but also uh, this podcast, Ray Loves Movies. You can subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, the Early Retirement Vlog, which is more of just a, a weekly update vlog kind of a thing uh what i've been doing i usually record that in my van as well uh you can subscribe to that uh and then patreon if you're not into any of those things you're not into buying anything that i sell on my website shirts prints i have a bunch of stuff there inspireddisorder.com but if you're if you're not into that uh share it with your friends maybe they're into it but if nobody you know is into my shit uh you can and you but you still want to donate you still want to help you can go over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Inspired Disorder. Uh, all I'm asking, it's a monthly donation, so I'm only asking for a dollar a month, $12 a year. You're not going to notice it. And if you do, then don't even bother. You need it more than I do, for sure. But if you can't afford $1 a month, go over to patreon.com, slash Inspired Disorder, donate a dollar. There are perks if you want to donate more. It's kind of like a kickstarter kind of a thing but all i'm asking for is a dollar uh so go over there do what you want do what you want to do uh and thank you all for listening have a great week uh don't forget to send in your your movie request to me of things that i should watch and review i, I fucking love doing this show um uh, so i hope you enjoy watching it and i'm not always going to re record it in here i'm going to be back in the van very soon i'm sure it's just the sun dips down so it's like gets dark at three not dark, but the sun gets behind the mountains and there's not a whole lot of light. So 
anyway, uh, I think that turns around here pretty soon and it's going to start getting longer days and, uh, yeah, it'll be easier and easier. And then it'll just be really hot outside. It'll be like 120 degrees outside. I'm going to have the air conditioning blasting. Everybody's going to be complaining about the sound quality because it's, you know, but what am, what am I going to do? Uh, it's going to be just as hot in here, if not hotter. Anyway, uh, that's it. Have a great week. This is Raylo's Movies, Star Wars. Love you. I love, I love what you're doing with your shit. Peace out. Peace out.